I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I'm sorry, I don't speak Japanese. What are we driving? Welcome back to the penultimate episode of season three of the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a show where sometimes each week two friends come together and talk about five minutes of a Fast and Furious movie. Every week, like clockwork. Like clockwork, never missing one. Uh, And that being said, sorry for no episode last week. I was both busy and feeling lazy, so (laughs) it didn't come out. Oops-a-daisies. I know you understand because you guys are all thoughtful, caring listeners. But anyways, it is episode 19, the penultimate episode of season three, where we discuss uh, minute 90 to 95 of the Fast and the Furious colon Tokyo Drift. Uh, My name is Stone. And with me, as always, as he is every week, mm-hmm. asterisk, except for last and a whole bunch of others, it's Guard. Guard's here. I'm here every week. You are, Stone, in my defense. That is true, but <laughs> but you're not you're not here the weeks I'm not, is what I'm saying. You're right. I don't yourself. fill in for you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't show up into the Discord and just sit around for an hour on the weeks we don't record. No, I don't hang is what I'm out saying. by myself. In the Discord chat. In the Discord while we're not recording. That's certainly the case. That is that is true. Uh, Guard, how are you today? Um, I'm pretty tip-top, you know. I've got some <laughs> pasta I'm going to make later that's going to be tight. That is tight. I bought uh, Parmesan Reggiano for it, so that's pretty exciting as well. Wow. You are, you are a cultured man. <laughs> People say that all the time about me, so. <laughs> What's the greatest uh, yeah. dish you've ever cooked, Stone? What's the greatest dish I ever cooked? Because I've got one um, off the dome ready to give you at a moment's notice. Last Christmas, I made a really, really good uh, brick chicken. I don't know if I'm familiar with brick chicken, man. So brick chicken is you cut the backbone out of a chicken and then lay it flat in a cast iron, and you're supposed to put a brick on it. I just put like another pan on it to press it into the cast iron so the skin gets nice and crispy. Oh, wow. And it's fucking delicious. That sounds erotic. Yeah, and I made it for Christmas, and it might be the best meal I've ever made. What's yours, Guard? Uh, mine is also a chicken dish, funnily enough. Uh, my favorite dish I've ever made is coque de vin, uh, <laughs> French for chicken with wine. And I loved it a lot. It was really good, so hell yeah. Shout out. I know you're a good cook, and you know I'm a good cook, because we're both good cooks, and we mm-hmm. like to share that with each other. Hey, everyone, cook cook yourself some food. It's fun, <laughs> if you know what you're doing. If you haven't been cooking yourself any food lately, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. Here's your, <laughs> here's your sign to cook yourself some food, dude. <laughs> Tonight's the night. <laughs> Celebrate this second from last episode of the season by cooking yourself some friggin' food, dude. Hell yeah. All right. Well, Guard, I have some stuff off the top. Should I get into it, or do you have something you'd like to go with? I mean, I have a little ad for you, Stone. Yeah, I love it. Let's hear it. This week brought to you by pens. Write with conviction. Don't be a fucking coward who uses pencils. <laughs> Write with pens. I love that. Um, do you have a favorite pen brand? Or a, or do you, do you have a favorite pen, Guard? You seem like a guy that would have a favorite pen. Well, I do have a favorite pen, but it's maybe not the brand uh, you were expecting. I 
uh, was given for graduation a pen from my parents uh, that I yeah. treasure dearly. It came out of my backpack whilst I was... I carried it around everywhere because I love it and I like writing uh, spur-of-the-moment stuff. It fell through a hole in my backpack. I was devastated by this. Oh, no. I mean, this is a pen you, like, dip in ink at, like, a fancy pen, you know? It's a it's a pen you get as a gift. Yeah. Kind yeah. of pen. My parents then got me a new pen uh, for my birthday or something uh, later on after I called them distraught saying, I'm so sorry, I lost your gift. So shout out to my parents. Pretty cool. You thing never found do. that pen? Uh, never... No, no. The, the original pen was lost forever. Well, um, <laughs> if you're out there with guards pen, please let us know. It has my name on it. <laughs> which one which one uh, that's a good question probably guard i would guess probably guard um well great that's a great one fuck pencils mm-hmm. yeah no doubt <laughs> got paid by big um, pen this week yeah weird it, actually not even that it was just an anti-pencil lobby that's right <laughs> that's right really really hated them um well guard that's great um uh, w- would you like to hear about a little bit of F one two three before we get into this race drift filled episode of uh, the pod? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, guard, did you make a bet? Uh, I think you know I didn't. <laughs> we, I told you on last episode, and you said maybe I'll make one during this podcast <laughs> or not. And then as I was editing editing it, and I realized we didn't get back to that topic, I realized uh-huh. there's no way he made a bet. Yeah, no that's way. correct. Well, that is correct. It could have been your chance to win some money because uh, thing number one is uh, Max didn't win. Okay. Um, he actually. Shoot. He he had a doozy of a race. He started seventh. He dropped a bunch of places at the beginning. He gained all of those back, and then he lost a bunch of places towards the end of the race, and then he gained uh, those back and then ended up seventh. <laughs> now, Stone, I would never bet on Max Verstappen to win the race. No. Exactly, and he didn't, so you, you might have you got it this time because right. the winner was Sergio Perez, his teammate, uh, who ran probably the best race of his career. It was flawless, and he got the victory. Good for him. I have uh, bet on Sergio Perez before. You have, but not this time, so doesn't count. <laughs> um, well, dang. Well, Guard, here's uh, your fun fact f- for the for the segment. Did you know that the Singapore Grand Prix in 2008, when it was first introduced, was the first ever nighttime F1 race? What? Yeah, isn't that neat? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. It's actually really despite cool my comical reaction, that is kind of neat. So Singapore is a, a a street circuit, so it's like through the streets of Singapore. So at night, like from above, you see all the the skylines, all the buildings with all the lights, and then you can see the perfect outline of the racetrack because it's fully lit up by floodlights all the way around. It's really cool. It makes for a really fun race at night with the sparks and everything. It looks awful um, <laughs> because the, you're just driving 200 miles an hour with like giant floodlights on both sides of you. A lot of the drivers say you just get like tunnel vision at the end and the lights become a blur. Sounds awful, <laughs> but uh, makes for a cool race. Sounds dangerous. Do people uh, 
die pretty often on this one or uh, <laughs> no deaths I've, I haven't had a death in f1 in some some time they've they really that's, that's a damn shame <laughs> the the turn of the century and uh they really figured out how to not bring back uh, my lose f1. a driver a season hashtag not my f1 <laughs> but it is a i'm a traditionalist race. that's why i don't that's actually why i've been giving you so much shit about f1 stone is because i'm a traditionalist um i that's prefer fair, wildly you, dangerous races you liked the you like the times when there was no seat belts and like leather helmets oh yeah that yeah, got yeah. me going i mean those times were pretty awesome no i'm not gonna lie um but guard, just kidding uh, if anyone thing. has like a cousin that died from an f1 crash <laughs> i don't actually want the racers to die calm down he was kidding guys seriously chill it out a joke. it was a bit Jeez, it was a bit it was a bit i need to get put your pitch I, I get no hate mail ever so i all this is also <laughs> a bit what i'm doing right now so hey guys send a little send guard a little hate mail uh you know just to keep him humble i wouldn't mind <clears throat> um thing number three guard yeah laid on me is uh singapore i'm high is... energy tonight if you couldn't tell stone <laughs> I, I can tell man uh singapore is uh known by everyone in f1 as the toughest race of the season oh no shit okay yeah it is it is a grueling race um so like i said it's been running since 2008 it has a uh, hundred percent uh rate of um bringing out a safety car, which means there is a hundred percent crash rate at nice. this race. Yeah, hashtag because, my F one, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. It's so it's a street race, so it's like real tight. It's real narrow. The walls are right there. If you go a little bit wide, you're sending it into the wall. Um, it's a long race. It's hot. Singapore, go figure, is hot even at night. Um, it was 80% humidity uh, for this race, so everyone was just soaking wet by the end of it. And uh, also, there was rain in the evening, so the ground was wet. It was a crazy race. Multiple people put it into the wall. Multiple people blowing through corners. Um, like, six different cars didn't finish the race. Like, it was a, it's a grueling race, and uh, makes Checo's win even that much cooler because... He, he could have fucked up a lot, and a lot of people did fuck up, but he didn't. He kept it solid, kept it on the road, and got himself a victory. Really nailing it, it sounds like. Good for him. Yeah, he really nailed it. Good for Checo. I always, everyone, everyone loved to see Checo win. He's, he's the Red Bull's number two. He's not the world champion, but God, gosh darn it, does he try his hardest, you know? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So shout out. Shout out that guy. And guard, this is me reminding you mm -hmm. right now to make a bet. For next week, because Guard, in the most, I don't know, poetic end to <laughs> this movie ever, can you guess where we're racing next weekend? Oh my god, that's no fucking way. Can you guess? Tokyo. Not Tokyo, but Japan. It is the okay. Japanese Grand okay. Prix. <laughs> I was like, Stone, <laughs> yes, man. I, so I, we're I, going I to Japan, right we're doing some racing for the for the final episode... Uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, well, that is pretty fun. I'm on board. And that's F one two three. Well, shout out to that. Well, guard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got this episode to talk about. So, should we get into? Are you it? excited to talk about it? Or are you like dreading trying to narrate a uh, no speaking <laughs> scene for this? Well, long? before we get too far into it, guard, how does this episode begin or end? 
Um, it begins know. with, boy, begins with uh, just where we left off last week, you know? <laughs> it begins with a drift. <laughs> and it ends with a drift. Um, yeah. It, it begins with the start of a race and ends with the end of a race. Um, yeah, so hopping back in, we're on the final race. Uh, we have made a couple turns at this point. Uh, DK is leading Sean. They are racing down a big mountain. Uh, the stakes of this race is the winner gets to stay in Tokyo, and the loser has to leave Tokyo. I was also thinking about this, Guard. Tokyo is, like, the biggest city in the world, so it is the worst city to be kicked out of because you have to go so fucking far to be outside of Tokyo. Um, Yeah, you know, it'd be a bummer for sure. Uh. This is uh, kind of similar to Shakespearean-esque, you could say. So that's pretty <laughs> exciting. As I've been watching this, I just keep this movie. I just keep thinking there's so many parallels to Shakespeare. <laughs> uh, let me make myself clear. Specifically, the part where they have to leave the city for good is Shakespearean. Mm, wow. Nothing else uh, at all is even remotely close to Shakespeare-esque. Oh. <laughs> There wasn't much drifting in Shakespeare? I, I couldn't say there was, no. Huh, interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, so this, this whole episode is basically one race. So there's almost zero dialogue. I think there is zero dialogue in this entire uh, episode. There's maybe some like generic let's goes and cheers, but <laughs> that's about it. Um well, there was so I guess one that's... Uh, mysterious piece of dialogue. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. Because I hope we you start know with a couple said, drifts. Because I certainly don't. <laughs> well, so we start this race. We do a drift or two. We come down to the next corner a couple seconds in, and DK cooks it around the corner a little too fast. Uh oh. Um. So, as we alluded at last week, there are people at the corners with their flip phones somehow sharing the race with other people and their flip phones. And these people decided to park their cars, like, at the very <laughs> peak of a corner? Yeah, the um, the spot of no return you could refer to it as, perhaps? Yeah, so if either of these two cars that they know is going to come drifting around this road goes a little bit wide, they're going to smash right into their parked cars, which is w what fucking happens. Mm-hmm, true. Um, so not too smart on their part, and not too smart on DK's part. Giving up the lead also like that. Also true, yep, also true. And then he immediately gets it back, so it didn't matter at all. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... What what else happens in this race? Fuck. They just drive. It's it's mostly driving of... for the entire five minutes. So I did write down um several things. Okay, yeah. Gimme give, give me your thoughts on the race. And I have one specific uh part that I'm excited to tell you about as well. Thought one. Yeah. Here's my notes. Sean passed DK. DK yep. passes Sean. He does. Sean passes DK. He does. DK attempts a murder. <laughs> he attempts a couple, yeah. DK again attempts a murder. I mean, there's several yeah, yeah. murder attempts. Not exaggerating. Yeah. yeah. Finally, DK attempts one final murder with disastrous consequences. Yeah. But, Stone, also, before we get to but, that part... Before we get to that. I also would like to share with you 
Um, if you go to second 58 and just take a little gander at what's going on there, it's really uh, quite interesting stuff, to be honest. All right, 58, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of makeup would you describe those girls as uh, having there? So this... <laughs> Okay, so throughout the race, we get flashbacks to all of the people enjoying the race from their flip phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sh- uh, Sean's crew with Twinkie and others. And then, and then I guess, DK's crew that we talked about last week of showing up as like a weird addition. They're a weird gang that has blonde, spiky hair, and the girl's makeup is just white across their eyes mm-hmm. um so i so i don't know what kind of makeup that is guard fucking weird is what it it's is it's a pretty strange look in my opinion um a few thoughts i had <laughs> it's a really strange look a few thoughts they i had like from this have, race they look like they were wearing batman's mask when he went tanning <laughs> <laughs> it, it's got, literally like it's the most bizarre look man it's yeah. It's they put on a um a a small uh superhero masks worth of white makeup to just cover their eyes. But it's literally you know like um not Batman's full cowl. Uh, great word by the way. Shout out me. It's <laughs> it's like the um old Batman from like, the fifties where it's only around just his eyes. It's, it's it like seriously the mask looks they like wear they went the tanning with that on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly like that. It literally looks like they got in a tanning bed. Only these two girls in this whole movie have been donning these masks. Or oh, excuse and it's me, crazy this makeup. Too, because they were in a different scene. I remember they were at like one of the first races, and I remember looking at them and pointing them out in the pod and saying, like, what the fuck is up with them? Yeah, so that's just like and, the and- going out attire. It's just, it's makeup in the shape of the Incredibles masks, except it's pure white makeup. And they have blonde, spiky hair. All one this of whole the girls, crew has matching blonde, One of the girls and hair. the guys has, like, dyed hair, maybe at least a foot long spike straight up off of her head. It doesn't make much sense. Like, and one of the are guys these guys has DK's friends? But I guess if Sean has a whole gaggle of friends that we don't even know his name, yeah. I guess DK needs... A, a posse that's that a good point like don't who, know anything who, who about the them. fuck are these people if the, if they're how not how did they get invited to this very that's exclusive race saying. that almost no one else showed up to this is a yakuza event man and there's like teenagers here so apparently this yeah. is just the homies of dk of the drift king of it's the, his I posse so, man um perhaps another deleted scene <laughs> potentially um but yeah, that's one of the scenes where we cut to the audience members looking at their phones and cheering. There's also multiple shots of uh, people cheering, looking at their phone, and then uh, Uncle Yakuza is just kind of like looking <laughs> off. Like, he doesn't have a phone. There's nothing he could be watching because the race isn't happening in front of him. He's just like staring off into the distance. He has no idea if uh, his... <laughs> nephew is winning the race or is dead he has no clue everyone's watching the race in real time on their impossible science fiction flip phone connection (laughs) and uncle yakuza is just standing there hoping for the best just looking looking off into the distance smoking a cigar yeah a fat cigar across this super long race 
Neela's there and she's also not looking at a phone. She's kind of like looking at the other people looking at the phone, looking at Uncle a little bit, but like not watching the race. I don't... <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. Um, but What is Neela's uh, alliance? This... I mean, so we know what the alliance, what her alliance is by the end of this episode, but what is her alliance right now during this race? If you... Had to just go from her reactions to the race, or lack thereof, Who whose side is she on? She looks like a neutral third party. <laughs> she totally does. She she looks so disinterested, like she could care less how she couldn't care less. There you go. I was gonna I was gonna call you out. <clears throat> she couldn't care less who wins this race. I think Neela is possibly a drifter uh chaser. <laughs> a drift chaser she only likes the best drifter and she's gonna decide who her boyfriend is at the end of this race quite frankly i think so she is totally disinterested in the result of this race everyone's ooing and awing she's a <laughs> twink is making crazy voices like or excuse me crazy face facial expressions his mouth is wide open at every turn Neela's just sitting there. Guy is getting real, is getting real animated, looking at his slit phone. Yeah, the friends are really pumped up. She could not care less. She couldn't. Um, There's also parts during this you alluded at it where where DK attempts a murder or two. He's like slamming into the side of Sean's car, but there's like no consequences for any for any vehicle collisions for all of these drastic moves. They should have been like crashed at the top, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean they did crash. A DK reminder crash to everyone the they're going they're hurtling down a mountain. They are. Uh, but a not straight road. down a mountain. They're going down a switchback of a mountain. If you're unf- if you don't live uh where Stone and I do, look up what a switchback is. It it's a winding road down a mountain with very steep if you were to go off the side of it, you wouldn't just fall to the next level. Your car would probably fall all the way down the mountain. It tumbled down a large mountain, yeah. And this is this is the point this is the race where we're getting into full fast and the furious mode with these cars, right? Like uh-huh. these cars they're they're doing magical, unrealistic <laughs> physics define things with these cars like they're smashing side by side yet neither crash or like lose control or lose momentum Um, in any way this is the part of the recording where guards mike dies and he doesn't realize it no they're still hurling down the hill there is a whole scene guard where where somehow uh, uh, Sean gets pinned sideways in front of DK's car, and DK is pushing him, trying to push him off of a mountain to his death, and Sean somehow is able to use car magic and wizardry to do a cool spin move out of he the grass of DK's car. His entire vehicle around a corner. <laughs> They're they're not just driving. They're like they're like WWE <laughs> wrestling their cars down this hill. Like it's off the rails, dude. Yeah, it's insane. This is not just a race. It is a battle. <laughs> it, it totally is. DK is legitimately trying to cause Sean's death the entire race. His goal is to get him to fly off the mountain to his death. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but we get to the towards the end of the race, and DK is ramming. He has a he has a crazy look in his eyes, uh, and he's ramming. He gives him one ram. He gives him two rams. He gives him three rams. Telegraphing pretty and then hard. Sean, yeah, and then Sean, the smart boy, boy he is, goes, "Huh? I bet he's probably going to try to ram me." He's one been more ramming time. me quite a bit. I wonder if he'll ram me. <laughs> so <again>. maybe. <laughs> Maybe he's going to ram me again, and maybe I should try to <laughs> avoid his ram. So he slams on the brakes. Yeah, he does. And, and what ne- happens next is bananas. Uh, DK, who's been ramming, swerving into Sean, because Sean's car isn't there to catch his ram, goes into the craziest spin maneuver I've ever seen. DK attempts to save himself by fishtailing off the side of a mountain before plummeting off said side of mountain. Now, luckily for DK, there is only one switchback left, so it seems like he doesn't he he, he doesn't have his life taken from him. No. No, <laughs> luckily for him, he he flies off of the last switchback. Couldn't have been more lucky. I guess, I guess maybe the very bottom where there isn't a cliff to fall off of. But, now, you might be thinking uh, to yourself, that's a dramatic way for Sean to win the race. Hold on, viewer. There's more. <laughs> Sean, whilst hold, DK hold is on. in the air, picture this. DK is flying off the last switchback. There is still... His, his se- li- the lifeless corpse of his <laughs> yes. car is plummeting down a hill. There is still several hundred feet of that switchback and several hundred more of the bottom switchback to go before Sean wins the race. And Sean thinks to himself, well, great, DK's dead. Yeah. This is an DK easy win for me, away. easy dub. Uh, but he doesn't DK think to himself, dead. I'm going to calmly finish this race at maybe five miles an hour. He thinks to himself, I'm going to fucking win with some style, baby. He guns it. Of course I got to win with some fucking style. Yeah. He guns it down the last switchback, drifts the corner, and goes so fast over several hundred feet that DK's car is still in the air when he gets to the lower level of the switchback, and Sean has to avoid it flying into him. He does a a slow motion drift under the corpse of DK's car to win the race. Fucking sick. He dude. catches up. I don't to, know. If there's a cooler. He, he drives faster than gravity itself. He he beats gravity. DK's is car is all of gravity. what stone like ten feet in the air max from the bottom level. It's it's not super far. <laughs> Sean goes several hundred feet in a car before another car falls ten feet below him. And then he does a slide underneath it as it crashes to the ground upside down. From all of the outlandish shit I've seen in the Fast and Furious franchise, (laughs) this might be the stupidest fucking thing I've seen. Um, It's pretty dumb. Also, also, uh, guard one, he goes off the edge. Everyone at the bottom is like, oh shit, he's falling. And before he even hits the bottom... Uh, Sean's whole crew starts cheering with excitement mm-hmm. because you know what the death of DK means. It means their friend Sean won. Yeah. They are cheering for the carnage that is DK rolling down. They are hill. thrilled awesome. that the Drift King they has been thrilled. dethroned via his imminent death. Yeah. Um, also, guard, this is where I want to, I need, I need your 
your mm-hmm. input. Because as I was watching this, I'm like, what are these guys looking at? They're they're not even looking at their phones. They're looking up to watch this. And then I realized that everyone's at the bottom of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Were you under the impression <laughs> that all of the crews, including Uncle and all the friends and Twinkie and Nilo, were at the bottom of the mountain? Or did you, like me, think they're at the top? I need to know if I'm the dumb one or if this movie is bad. Yeah, Stone, I hate to tell you, absolutely not. I did not think they were at the top. I knew uh, I knew full well that so they were I'm, certainly so... at the bottom of the mountain the entire race, yeah. Hmm. So I'm the dumb one, is what you're telling me. Unfortunately, that seems to be the case. Unfortunately. Well, dang it, you know? You can't be yeah, smart. Shoot, huh? Every second of every day. Yeah, that's too bad. I literally thought, like, what the fuck? How'd they get down there so fast? And then, like, went back to last episode and realized, oh, they, like, kind of showed that they are at the Mm -hmm. bottom, just not super well. You thought maybe the crews all raced down to the bottom of the mountain to see the end of the race. Well, I was I was shocked that they were down there because I thought they were at the top at the start, but they never were. Unfortunately, Stone, I do have to break it to you that I did know they were down there the entire time. Okay. Well... It would have made me feel better if you were also on the same page as me, but <laughs> dang it. Well, Now, uh, listener, you might be wondering, did DK actually die? Probably not. It doesn't look... Uh, I was wondering that as well. I don't think he does. I also don't think he does. The, enti- the crew, the weirdo crew with the weird uh, mm-hmm. makeup ran to his... To, as as the other crew was cheering, they ran to him in horror, hoping he was not uh, had not perished. Noticeably lacking from running over to see if DK is dead, is his own flesh and blood, Uncle Yakuza. He doesn't well, give a shit if DK is alive or dead. I mean, I don't. I, why would he? You know, he's he's put shame on the family name. He let some. Uh, dork-ass honky beat him in a drift race on his own turf. Now, Stone, speaking of said uncle, what in the fuck does he say to Sean to conclude this five minutes? Well, DK crawls out of the car. His friends go help him. Neela finally leaves. (laughs) Right. She's shown her alliance finally. As the weird captor, and she she shows up and doesn't say a word. Her and Sean just look at each Mm -hmm. other. Uh, maybe explain why you left in the first place, you weirdo. She doesn't. No words were spoken. Mm-hmm. And then Twinkie spots him. It's Uncle Yakuza and his two uh, henchmen dressed in suits, and they walk up to Sean, and he says something in Japanese, which we don't, don't have subtitles for on our copy. Guard, I did do my research, okay, and I found what he said. Would you like to take a guess on what he said? So that was Japanese because it sounded like a cow mooing. He I'm not. Said, I mean, to be I don't clear, know if it was, I, I'm not I wanna, say I want to be Japanese. clear that I'm not disparaging the language of Japan. I think Japanese is a cool language. I'm saying this man's delivery was indecipherable. It was, uh, but it did have accompanying subtitles. So I do know what was supposed to be said. Okay, my real guess then is. It was kind of short. Um, I'm going to say he said, you're my nephew now. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to... What he actually said, guard, was, welcome to the family. Shut up. Are you serious? 
No, that's a okay, lie. Yeah. That's a lie. He said, "This is real. This isn't a joke." He said, "You're free to go." Uh, it sounds like you should have said, "You're free to stay," <laughs> <laughs> because there are clear rules at the outset of this. There are clear rules. Um, maybe he said that. I don't know. I watched it. My me doing extensive research was finishing my notes last night and then going and scrolling through the movie on HBO Max and looking at it once and going, I'll remember that. And I'm pretty sure he said, you're free to go. Okay, Stone. Well, I also uh, did some maybe, diligence. I'll have you know. Oh. I watched this clip from three different YouTube channels. None yeah. of them had subtitles in, included. Hmm. And furthermore, it seems uh, that this movie is spliced differently all over the World Wide Web. I saw a couple of <laughs> YouTube channel clips where Neela and Sean uh, make out quite a bit before the uncle comes over. They get a smooch? We didn't get the smooch? We cut? got no smooches at all. And I thought to myself, oh, maybe this happens in the next five minutes, so I, I spoiled it for myself. No, the uncle comes over like the exact same way he does in our version after they make out a bunch. Huh. So now I'm concerned our whole enterprise here is a fraud. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, it could be, but here we are, you know? Oops. Oops. Um, so. But he says you're free to go. He won. Uh, Sean won. And uh, Neela is no longer held captive, even though we're not entirely sure if she ever was. And uh, yep. mm -hmm. I think that also might mean that Sean is now DK. He is now the Drift Sean King. Sean is certainly the Drift King now. I think he gets the title as well as kicking uh, DK out of town. DK has to go back to his original name, I assume, uh, which is probably like guy that fucking sucks or something yeah. um <laughs> so, or that's something. why i didn't want it originally of course and neela has officially shown that she is with sean now going forward only because he's the superior drifter she's always looking for the I'm alpha just saying so. it <laughs> sean better watches back it seems that way yeah as as soon as the new hotness uh drifter shows up in town uh sean better be looking out for Neela, sneaking off with him and going on drift dates with him. Uh, she's been coming here since she was 12, so... So, all she cares about one Watch thing, out. and it's not your personality. Uh, no, it's how it's well how you, you can how good you spin drift. that thing around a corner, baby. <laughs> also, Uncle has still not checked up on DK at this point. No, no, it is DK's crew ran over. DK was like crawling out of his busted ass car that ended up upside down. And Uncle decides to go talk to Sean first, <laughs> which is really funny. I mean, uh, that's what happens with honor, I guess. I don't know. Listen, folks, there's not a whole lot else to say uh, in this episode. They had a big race and Sean won. They, they had a big race. They did some drifts. DK tried unsuccessfully to do a little vehicular manslaughter. Um, and that's kind of that, you know? <laughs> Stone, that brings us to my newest segment. Perfect. Who would you kill out of the first three movies if you had the chance? I have to kill a movie? Uh, Yeah. You have to kill a movie. Um, my question was what character, but yeah, let's do both. 
Well, I would kill um, Han, obviously, because he'd come back. Also, I want to point out, Han died. Sean was sad about it for a scene. Hasn't been mentioned once. No, Sean doesn't care at all. Now, Stone, though, I want a real like, answer. You, you think- have to decide who is who you think is the most evil out of all three movies and tell me whom you would um, kill via guillotine or some other method. Well, I think I think I'd have to kill the the bad guy from the second movie because yeah. he like tortured yeah, yeah. people and was like actually an evil villain. Mm-hmm. Um the first movie didn't really have a bad guy. It kind of just had uh, well, There's a drug lord. No. Nope. Oh yeah, no, there that was, was that the drug lord. Movie. Yeah, he what did was the first he did movie about? He did put the he did put the oil in that guy's mouth and did a little oh light war. Crime. That was the first movie. That was the first movie. <laughs> Are you sure? Because he was the shop that they broke into. Remember who uh, who tortured people with rats in a bucket? That's the bad guy from the second. And that's who you're saying you would kill. Yeah, I think I'd kill him. Uh, now um, he seems like the most. That's evil. a decent choice, but it's incorrect. I would choose to kill that one dude in Vince's crew in the first movie. Oh, Vince actually <laughs> is his name. I think. <laughs> I was gonna say, is that one dude yeah. Vince? Because I don't think you're talking about the mad scientist, or or uh, or uh, uh, what's the girl's name? Vin Diesel. I wouldn't kill. Um, no, the Dom Toretto. Uh, Letty, Letty, I wouldn't, wouldn't kill. kill Letty, yeah, or you wouldn't who kill, I would kill the out other of all one. Three movies, yeah, not the guy would, that tortured I someone. I would kill the mad rats. scientist, but he's already dead. Well, right, but if I could bring back someone and kill him again, it'd be Vince. Well, Vince is alive. I'd kill Vince then. <laughs> then let's kill Vince. Yeah. I mean, that guy um, fucking sucks. Vince does suck. Uh. Uh. Yeah, no one in this one was that. I mean, DK was bad, but he's kind of was just like a whiny brat. DK's he wasn't like misunderstood, evil. quite frankly. I, I mean, I he didn't even do anything that bad, <laughs> unless I'm forgetting about something. I guess he didn't treat Nila well. Like he was mean to Nila. He wasn't super nice to he. He wasn't super nice to the ladies. Um, he like bullied Sean. I mean, a he did get betrayed. He did get betrayed. That's what I'm saying. He got fucked over super hard. Yeah, he's he's honestly the least uh, least bad bad guy that we've seen thus far. He treats ladies right, and he's like an anti-hero in this movie. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah, if he's a little less ass asshole asshole ish to the to the ladies, he's just another gangster that's you know doing some petty crimes. Yeah, pretty much. Huh. Well. Well, he's no longer the Drift King, so we don't give a fuck about God it. God only knows you know what happens in the last killed? five minutes. You you want to know what's worse than getting killed in Japan? Losing your honor? Mm, no doubt. Getting kicked and his out honor of went city. down the fucking yeah. drain. Getting kicked out of the biggest metropolitan in the world, so he has to go so many different He has to go drift to in Kyoto now. Fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants that. Well, guard, this seems like it might have been the conclusion of the movie. So, what the what do you think happens next? Um, I'm wondering if we're gonna have a season finale or not. First of all, one of us well, should have probably we are because there's at least one, one of us more should episode. Have probably watched ahead to see what happens in the next five minutes. Well, 
Um, Guard, we didn't even get an episode out last week, and you want me to do uh, homework? Uh, second of all, I think, uh, I don't know, Sean reconciles with his father, maybe? <laughs> I hope his dad goes to fucking prison. <laughs> one of those two. That would be... That's my official that guess. One of the, those two things happens. <laughs> well, Guard? Yeah. I guess we'll just have to... <laughs> Looking forward to watching. Come back together next week and, and, and see. Hey, Stone, you have any other stuff this week? Um, Yeah. Uh, I went to two live events this weekend. I saw Hairspray, cool. the musical. It was great. Bad for the ozone layer. Real funny. Awful for the ozone layer. And did they spray a lot of cans of compressed air during the performance. Not real hairspray, though, because I know that for a fact. Hairspray in its original form that was bad for the ozone has been banned completely. Did you know that? Yeah, that's why... Uh, yeah, because it had Freon in it. That's why uh, the ozone layer is better yeah. now. I saw someone, I saw a YouTube short the other day, and some lady was like, uh, notice how no one talks about hairspray anymore? <laughs> yeah, that was a myth. And then some other guy dunked on her super hard and said, uh, no one talks about it because they fixed the problem. They fixed it, and now the ozone layer is pretty much uh, back to almost normal. Hell, hell yeah. See what happens when we all come together? Hell yeah, baby. Anyway, for, sorry, for Stone, I trampled all over and, your And the stuff. second thing I went to uh, was a concert. I went, we went and saw a, a band called Abibio Sound Machine. Cool. And they are a British electro pop big band group and they were badass uh i boogied my heart out and also there's almost nobody at the concert so uh, nice there's 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 dozens of us there and we all boogied our heart Sick. out and the band put on a great show for the people that were there and we had a good time okay nice. so uh go, uh go to a go to a, a musical and go see some live music it's i fun. do like a musical uh, Stone, my other stuff, I know that this doesn't need any more press from our podcast, but uh, they're doing just fine on their own is what I'm saying. But I've been watching House of the Dragon uh, weekly as they come out, and that is fire, dude. I have been enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, rank it rank it against uh, the Game of Thrones season. Is it like a good Game of Thrones season? Is it a mediocre Game of Thrones season? Is it, I would say is it's, it better than I would any say Game of Thrones seasons? Um, it's certainly better than Game of Thrones last season, but so is the shit I took earlier. Uh, fun today. fact: I watched all but the last season, and I'm just never going to. Uh, Thanks. Uh, barring that exclusion, yeah, I would say it's a pretty. I, I would go so far as to say, man, I don't know. Saying a really good season really puts it up there with some classics, but. Yeah, because because when Game of Thrones was good, it was yeah. Really good. I would say between pretty good and really good, like above average Game of Thrones season. I would oh, put it up well, there with the top three of eight seasons of Game of Thrones. That's high praise. Well, I'm glad I was. <laughs> I I deliberately thought I'm not going to watch this uh, until I hear if it's people like it or oh, not. Oh, it's good because you... I really I really. There's nothing I hate more than wasting my time with a show that's bad. You should get in the mix if you're uh, so inclined. It's There's a lot of political intrigue uh, in a good way. Huh, interesting. Well, 
There's also violence. It's a hot rack from guard. Sex. I had to jump in. Uh, you know, all the Game of Thrones staples are all. You know, you know, the, all the Game of Thrones. All stuff. the Game of Thrones staples are alive and well, but a lot of how much, political how, uh, Any any incest? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's a staple a of the Game There's of Thrones. There's a ton baby. of incest. Spoiler alert, yeah. everyone! If you're only through like, I think you only have to make it like three seasons to get a ton of incest. Three, three episodes. I mean three episodes. Excuse me. Yeah, that's like the fir- like actual Game of Thrones is they go straight into incest episode one, and they're like, "This is what you're getting." Yeah, guys. literally the first so episode. Hold on to your hold on to your. Also, bus. I didn't know what um, Game of Thrones was, and in high school, me and my buddy Tyler, uh, shout out to shout some, out. a previous sponsor <laughs> of an episode, by the way. We tossed on HBO because we thought <laughs> we're away from home. Let's watch a little HBO on our on our basketball trip. We saw that Ooh, with living lo- living large in a hotel right. room. We saw that with no context whatsoever. Besides, I mean, we knew that they were brother and sister in the f- very first episode. I didn't even know it was the first uh, episode yeah. of something, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on in this show?" Yeah, I think that's I think that's how. Uh everyone felt about it. I said, I mean, Game of Thrones had been out for a while at this point. I didn't know it was Game of Thrones. I just saw this happening and I thought, wow, HBO is a crazy place. Wow. We're in the wild land of HBO, guys. This is crazy. Guys, get a load of this. (laughs) Get a load of this New channel called HBO. Anyway, I wasn't allowed to watch that at home, so... Yeah, I didn't watch Game of Thrones for a while. Um, And I think that's fair. Good call, Mom. (laughs) <laughs> Good call. I think you. Way I think I, I certainly think you should be of can. age to watch Game of Thrones. So yeah. Good call, mom. <laughs> Shout out to good mm-hmm, parenting. Mm-hmm. Well, guard. That's all I have. That's all I have I too. We'll have to, I'll see you next week for the for the for the thrilling we'll conclusion. Absolutely, record an episode next week. Uh, whether mm-hmm. it be about the episode or also just some shit I make up is yet to be seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'll plan. Uh, listeners, up. I promise to plan something. <laughs> and I promise to uh, play it by ear. Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have, Stone. See ya. <laughs> See ya.